0: Hello, everyone.
1: Welcome back to Toilets of Titles. My name is Justin Stevens. Thank you for tuning in. And we are back with another Roundtable episode. So this is technically the second offseason that we've done the Roundtable episodes. This is the second episode we've done this season. So this is like Season 2, Episode 2. So uh, um, I, I think maybe... Rich, are you the only one here uh, this week that wasn't here last week? Correct. Um, Correct. I, I think maybe... Rich, and are you now I'm right here up. this week that wasn't here last week. Yep, yeah, my bad. Is that you?
2: Yeah, it was me. I got it.
1: All right, cool, cool. So we got the rookie out of the way. Um, they made fun of me for not hitting the live button earlier. Um, so this is the second time we've tried that attempt as well. I've also been out for a while, so uh, appreciate you guys all stepping in. But uh, we're all back, guys. So the roundtable episode. For those of you that don't know what it's about, it's really about nothing. It's kind of like Seinfeld. We're just gonna sit around and and talk a bunch of BS. Um, the only two big things we do have on the docket for tonight are the big reveal for the Frankenstein divisional, um, draft, uh,
3: um, the oh, draft
1: order, draft order. That's the word. All right, that's there the, we word. Go. the draft order. <laughs> so we are going to be revealing the draft order for all five Frankenstein divisions tonight. Um, and then probably hit up on a little bit of Scott fishbowl and some random conversations. So, uh, um do you want do you, uh, you want to just not bury the lead and just go ahead and jump right into the first one the first division sounds like fun right all right so i'm going to do down. this in reverse order of how nino sent them to me so this was the last one that nino sent to me and it is the phantom of the portapot division which just happens to be my division so <laughs> um no favoritism at all Let's see. So the Phantom of the Porta Potty Division Candyman actually won the Rock, Paper, Scissors competition. So um, who wants to talk a little bit about the Rock, Paper, Scissors competition before I scroll down here?
2: So last year when uh, Justin was running this, it's funny because I did the same thing this year with Justin. Is uh, Every time it was my turn to pick, I'd always say I'm going Rock because my counterpart is going Paper's. Yeah. And I, last year I called it three times in a row exactly what was going to happen. And then I got beat out before us. So I didn't get a pick. So I started doing that this year and won the first round that way and then lost the second round. But I, after, after thinking about it, I was like, you know what, it's almost to the point now, like next year, if I'm playing against someone that ain't, ain't one of us from the team, I'm just going to lo- let them uh, win it.
1: There you go. There you go. Uh well, I, I'm never going to give up because uh, I really I really try my hardest, even though I never get out of the second round. But um, yeah, so rock, paper, scissors competition to determine draft order for our listeners league. The listeners league has 60 players in it, guys. So I, uh, I we're, we're trying to extend it out to like 92 or 98, whatever that math is. If you add 12 a couple more times, we're adding a couple more divisions. Um, we're gonna get up there in the 90s for next season, and I am totally revamping the rock paper scissors competition. I've got big plans for it, fellas. But um, nice. but for this year, first place was Candyman, and of course, he gave himself the number one overall pick. I don't blame you there. Pennywise is our guy, uh, Mike Dirty Jobs. Dracula, The Nun, I don't know the Twitter handles here, so unless I have the team names memorized, I'm not going to know who these guys are, so I apologize in advance. Any of you guys want to step in if you notice them, that'd be great. Uh, Number five, Adlets of Idaho. I don't even know what that is, but I mean, it's in Idaho, so I'm sure it's probably pretty scary at dark. Is it kind of like outlets, but just Adlets? That's kind of scary. No idea a-
3: a- is Adlitz? Uh, is that Nino? Does it
4: have, yeah, I think does, so.
3: No, it about it even have, the mind commission?
4: Uh, I was gonna say, does uh, it have anything to do with a uh a
1: coffin lid? Okay, so let's mute Jason real <laughs> quick.
0: Um,
1: no, uh, I mean, if somebody wants to Google that, I, I am very interested, but I don't want to get off my screen. I'll look it uh, up. I'll look it up. I just Adlet- googled
4: it and it didn't come up with anything. I might have spelled it wrong though.
1: So maybe this person just lives in Idaho, and we just need to know what an adlet is.
4: Yeah, I'll Google adlet.
3: Obviously, we know uh, the Hallam humans. That's uh, our friend, our really good friend Shane Hallam, who's yeah, a he's, the guest on the show. He's got the and, tenth pick. Um, yeah, and you're the Phantom, right?
1: Yeah. So thanks a lot, the whoever man. Candyman is. Um, you really he doesn't like you screwed me over with that ninth pick because we do not get a good quarterback there. We don't really get that good of a non quarterback. We're definitely not getting a good rookie and really not going to get a good um, bonus card. So you really screwed me over. Appreciate that. I'm going to mark that, that candy man name down. I'll remember that next year. All right. Um, so
2: adlets, I just pulled it up. Okay. What do we got? The adlets are a race of creatures in the, Inuit mythology of Greenland, as well as a Labrador and Hudson Bay coast. It's kind of like a
1: werewolf. It looks like based off the picture, That's all it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Very good. Well, I mean, we got 60 in here, so so you're going to start to get some monsters that you may
0: not necessarily recognize.
4: I mean, Uh, the Terminator's not a monster, right? Like, he's he's not really a monster. Neither is my character. Which which Terminator?
1: I thought the Uh, one that could turn into, like, liquid metal was pretty scary. Yeah, dude. That was kind of... I mean, I was a kid when that came out and it, it kind of scared the shit out of me. I'm not going to lie. So I I I think uh, (laughs) Um, this
0: uh,
1: Mephistopheles, that's uncle Steve. He got the 11 pick, not a horrible pick. Um, That is for those of you that don't know, that is the oldest monster on television. It was the first original monster ever made in Mm -hmm. any kind of a horror film. So that's why Steve went with that one because he's extremely old himself. What's it look Um, like? I, I, don't know. I don't know. I, I remember looking it up to, uh, two years ago for the inaugural season. And I, I mean, it just looked like some dude wearing uh, Hollywood face paint in a black and white movie. <laughs> 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 um, Karen is our boy, uh, Beryl Joffrey. He got the 12th pick Beryl Joffrey, um, is a friend of mine, uh, through that. I met through fusion, um, through Joshua at fusion. So, uh, his team name is Karen. Um, right now is probably one of the most popular monsters going. Uh, mm-hmm. Mike Wazowski from, uh, Monsters Inc with the seven and Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Heisman. I like that name twist. That's I do too. That's
5: pretty awesome. awesome.
1: I, I, it's the first time I've noticed it. he, he gets the six pick. So interesting. We're going to have a lot of different strategies, like, like a lot of different strategies coming up in, uh, in the, um, uh, Frankenstein league. Um, while I'm trying to pull up the next one, does anybody remember the draft order for, or not the draft order, but like the order of the rounds and how the draft
0: goes? Look, wasn't yes, it rookies? So, so the
1: first, the two,
2: first rounds two rounds are going to be rookie picks. Mm-hmm. Um, the third round, once it flips, it's a, a, third round, a third round reversal. It will be quarterback, non-rookie. Then fourth round, is everybody else available uh, starting uh, on the fourth round.
4: So ninth pick is not bad, Justin. Yeah, ninth figure. Well, so if the first two rounds are rookie, right, and then third round reversal, bro, and then the third round reversal, that means you're picking third in the third round,
1: right? But you cannot take um, quarterbacks. You can only take non-quarterback veterans in the third round, which means, um, so that means I'm getting like the fourth pick in what would be a redraft, like, not a super flex. So, like, I'm getting, you know, the fourth best running back or the or the third best running back and the best wide receiver or something like that.
2: Oh, so when can you take a is, Third round is just strictly quarterback,
0: not <clears throat> open. Oh, I thought no. it was the other way around. I thought no, so
4: Anthony's saying fourth round is quarterback. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah.
4: So that means you're really?
0: not.
1: Right. So that means I'm getting, like, a really shitty quarterback or, mm-hmm. you know, the ninth best quarterback.
3: I mean, you could take a rookie quarterback in one of the first two rounds, right? Yeah, but but if if you want, if you want,
1: who am I going to really get? Yeah,
3: just yeah. There were no rookie,
1: there there were no
4: real rookie quarterbacks this year worth taking, right? So like, yeah, not this draft. Um, but you know, it's odd coming out of uh, SFB, what quarterbacks are going in order? You know, because in this draft. The ninth quarterback could be Kyler Murray, who could have an explosion year, but that could be the ninth guy taken this year. Um, I don't know. I, just coming off um, Scott Fishbowl, I've got such a different opinion of of like where quarterbacks could possibly go that I, I'm not sure that being ninth is a terrible thing because I've seen some people make some real different choices with their quarterbacks in the SFB. I, I think you'll be all right. It's yeah, not going to be the. It's not going to be the guy you want. You're not getting Josh Allen or, or Herbert, right? But like, yeah, I, I there's going to be somebody decent there. Yeah,
2: you guys run. are correct. I just pulled it up on the site. First, second round rookies. Third round is uh, non QB veterans only. Then fourth round is veteran QBs, and then fifth round is where it starts. Every available.
1: Yeah, and uh, and the bonus cards, the bonus monster cards, can be taken. Can, taken anywhere. And I would venture to say that probably 10 of them will go in the first round of most of these drafts. (laughs) I don't see more than two rookies being taken over a monster card. But some people um, differ with me on that. Some people are telling me that they would rather take one of those rookie running backs or something. But uh, yeah, what up, Steve? We see you in the chat. And we also see that you agree with me that Candyman hates our asses. So we're jotting that name down. We're going to headhunt next season.
4: So any any thought next year on if you take a monster card, you get a random monster card, and it it generates when you take it. Not so much you get to pick a specific one.
1: Well, I mean, obviously, anything's up for discussion in the off season when we do our uh, our rules meeting, for sure. Um, but that
4: that may make it less likely that ten go in the first round. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I wanted to do one of two things. One was um, everybody. Um, like we did on the show, we would do on the show, like a, a spin the wheel thing. And like, let's say, um, Jared was up, we spun the wheel and Jared gets seven. He has to take his monster card in the seventh round. And then we wipe out seven. And then Joe comes up, we spin the wheel, Joe gets two. He has to take his monster card in the second round. And then we, we wipe out two. And then we do that for all 12 that's in one division. But then I also thought it would be cool if it were just like, like just, it had its own round. Um, like to help balance it out, like it, it was the fifth round or whatever. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of different ways to go about it. But the thing is, is like, we haven't done it this way yet to know if how cool it's going to be. Like, we might end up really liking. So what that. does
5: the monster do?
1: Well, the monsters, I don't have that pulled up um, right now at the moment. But the monster bonus cards, um, can anybody pull that up on the dock while I'm talking about it? But uh, um, essentially, there's 12 different monster bonus cards that have, 12 totally different powers yeah i got Um, it pulled up right on so read a read a couple of them so uh
2: one is the dracula um you can steal a percentage of player at the same position points to remove from the player score for that week and add to your player score for the week percentages is to be decided needed to be played tuesday by noon eastern
1: i think we decided on 20 percent for that so like uh Um, so like, let's say, uh, 20% and you, you call, I believe you have to call your player out. So let's say, um, Cooper cup is your Dracula for that week. So you get 20% of all of the, uh, the points that one, that, that the highest scoring wide receiver for the other team makes that week. So like if the other team has Adam Thielen who goes off and gets, uh, 40 points, well, 20% of that is eight points. So you take eight points away from Adam Thielen and add it to Cooper Cup. So that would be a 16 point swing. So now like, are,
3: are you just adding it to like in that instance, are you just adding it to uh, just to your to your team or uh, or, you know, to your player or is it, is it also taken away from. Like is your opponent losing those points? Yes, uh, th- yeah, that's, that's what I figure. Think,
0: in,
1: in my head, I think I mean we would have to read it out on yeah. how it's
3: on the website. Yeah, that, know,
1: that's what I would figure. I, I I think in my head that we're taking away eight, eight points from your opponent and adding the eight points to yours, so it's a sixteen point swing. I'm pretty sure. So read uh, um read Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Read that one, Rich. Okay, I'm so Doctor
2: so Jekyll and Mister Hyde. After that week's games have been played. You get to swap out a player from your opponent's starting lineup with the player from his bench. It needs to be played by Tuesday, noon Eastern.
1: Right. So after the Monday night games are done, you can take a guy starting running back that scored 60 points and went off and bench his ass and play, um, and play some random chump running back that didn't even play and swap him out and he gets zero points for that spot for that week. And then you just won. You just won that week, but you got to be careful to then know who you're playing and what their bonus card is because of the Ghostbuster card. If yep. you would read that one, please, Rich.
2: So the Ghostbuster card is you get to block your opponent from using their monster card. They still lose their monster card as if they used it. it needs to be played within 12 hours. Of your opponent playing his or her card.
5: So do you get to use these cards every week?
1: No. no, once you've used a card, it's gone. You can only use a card once. Everybody, oh, um, everybody can only draft a maximum of one card, but you don't have to draft a card. If you'd rather just play players and you don't want to risk the cards or oh. whatever, you don't have to draft a card. And the reason it. I say that is because some of the cards at the end may not be quite as good, and if you're the last one to take a card, you may choose not to. Like, for instance, oh, yeah, Jason, you got something?
4: Well, I, I just had a question, but go ahead and you finish your thought, and I'll come yeah, back I was to you. Say,
1: like for instance, read the uh, the Leprechaun card next, uh, Rich, right. because
2: we like
0: not want this one. I love the Leprechaun card. I like it too.
2: This card needs to be played before we record our weekly show on Tuesday night. When you play this card, we will spin the Leprechaun wheel on the show, and whatever it lands on will be your bonus for the week. Needs to be played by Tuesday noon Eastern.
1: So the Leprechaun card might be good luck for you, but it also might be bad luck for you. And it could be um, uh, that one I am trying to find because I had it pulled up. Yeah, i got a tab right here already pulled up for it. So I'm going to go ahead and read some of the things that are on the Leprechaun card. So you might add 50 points for this week's game coming up to your score, but you also might add 50 points to your opponent. You might gain immunity from losing a player this week um you might uh, uh you might be forced to do a swap out with your opponent's starters um uh like it says you get or no no you get to swap out one of your opponent's starters for a bench player so it's kind of like that other card that we just read a moment ago um i don't know but all of these things it's going to be there's 20 different items on the leprechaun card that it could be and we need to know by showtime Tuesday night if you're going to use the leprechaun card for that following week because we're going to spin a wheel with all 20 items and whatever it lands on is what you get.
3: Yeah, and you use the card once and then it's burned, right? Yes. Exactly. Yep. yep. Now, I do want to go back to
2: the Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde card because this raises a good question that I have. Now, say you benched that player that got 60 points. He's back on the bench. You cannot steal that player. Say that again. Okay, so say that the team you're playing against, and uh, they're, oh, they have yeah. – po-
1: Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah, if, if, if you swapped out Jonathan Taylor for a chump running back in that situation, that example I gave, he's now a bench player. He wasn't started. You can't steal him Yeah, You have exactly. to only steal starting players. So you got to so be You got to those you gotta be
4: strategic and yeah. only be- bench a guy that gets you just enough points to win that way – uh that way you can still steal the, the best player available. Exactly. Right. Um so the question I have, it's more along the draft. So let's say in the first round you take a card, and let's say in the second round you take a card. Now your team's gonna be two players short.
1: You can you, you, know, you can only take one card. Take one card.
4: Okay. So in the first round you take a card, your team's gonna be a player short, right?
1: Um,
4: um yes and because- no.
1: We are we are replacing the players with kickers so okay. um or or actually no 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 we made i remember yeah we made up random players we made up random names for players and if you draft that card you're drafting that player
4: okay so but you will go into the you will go into the season down one roster as one roster spot as a player like basically correct right. right?
1: feel like to fix that like we'll talk about that later but i feel like there is a way to fix that we could just add one more roster spot and then when that card is burned you have an open roster spot for a uh a free agent
2: yeah but either way way, once we open up free agency you'll be able to pick up a player to fill that uh, empty roster spot
1: yeah if we did it that way yeah everybody that that drafts a card would just have to so yeah so I see what you're saying Jason so if you use your card in the first round then you then after free agency opens up you took a, a free agent waiver guy off of the waiver wires and that was your first round pick right so yeah I'm not exactly sure how that's going to work out just yet um but uh it says quarterback is fourth round yeah we got that third round reversal Justin is screwed. Thank you for reiterating that, Anthony. Appreciate that. Steve said that his uh, Mes- Mesistopheles or whatever that monster's name was um, looks like a devil.
5: Yeah, he's like a mix between a jester and a devil. Like he looks like a court jester, but he's, yeah. in his face, he like got horns. Yeah, I always thought it was another. You know, when you
2: purpose. say that, I imagine Nino. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, and he's not well, even the probably- rip.
2: Love you, Nino. Love you.
1: I'll get the bed again this year, Anthony. <laughs> I'll summon. I'll summon him to the chat. So. He... Oh, I got you. I got you. No, it's five times. You're Supposed to say it five times before Candyman shows up. And don't do it. Don't do it. He's a badass. By the All
5: way, right. the new Candyman movie's trash.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and pull up the the second uh, the second draft order here. For... Hey, Justin. Yes.
4: When when you pull up the draft order, you kind of hide Joe down there. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, kill the
5: the knights of the round table. Oh, gotcha. Baby, we're back.
0: This is there we it's go. good to have a producer on the show. So, <laughs> welcome back,
3: Joe. Thanks, guys. So this Thanks is the Franklin
1: division the og division when we first started this the uh, um, the very first the, the only division was the frankenstein division
3: so uh, it was a 14 team division back then Slender, yeah, it went Man, from, Slender it went Man. from one division it went from one division to three last year now five this year correct yep yep grown by leaps and bounds yep absolutely i think it's going to seven or eight
1: i think eight next year um Slender Man got the number one pick number one overall pick um, I did not run this one. I don't really remember for sure, but I think Slenderman actually won and gave himself the first. Surprise, surprise. Hannibal, Hannibal Eckler, another great um, team name. Um, now, wait,
4: wait a minute. Falcor is not a monster. He's a luck dragon.
5: He is a luck dragon.
1: I agree. He is. <laughs>
4: uh,
5: he is hey, a hey, but those three kids he put in a the dumpster, they think he's a... Monster.
1: <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I never I, I i saw that when I was a kid. I know ne- I was never scared by Falcor, right? so I can't use that same argument for now. That
4: other thing, I forgot what its name was. The nothing or the, the nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. the 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 black dragon dog thing, whatever. That yeah. thing was scary as hell.
5: Yeah, the wolf.
4: The, yeah,
3: yeah, it was. It was. Falcor. Um.
1: Hey, Rich, help me out with this, the pronunciation of this number three here.
2: El Kokoi,
1: Kokoi, That is me. So last year,
2: that's, that's I drafted I in the fourth spot. So it's going to be basically the same thing and everything. And I ain't going to uh, brag too humbly or anything like that. But I got pretty far at that spot. So I'll take that. And what
1: that is, is a was- what is a Kokoi?
2: El Cucuy is like... It's, it's like the boogeyman for uh, Hispanic culture.
3: Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. Right on. I was going to say... That Lorena. It, translate, it translates to the Cucuy. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Vlad
1: the Impaler. Vlad is a uh, like the original OG Dracula, if I remember correct. Um, Vlad was the first Dracula, so... Um, I don't know. I can't remember who Vlad is.
2: Yeah, but, they've been here
1: since the beginning too, so I can't remember yeah. who that is. Yeah, John usually handles all the uh, the invites and inputting them into the leagues and stuff like that. So, and it's hard to keep up in that chat, obviously. And then, of course, Falcor at five, Chupacabra at six. That's our boy Nate. Nate. Yeah. Um, Krampus was a was a great one. Like, there's there's a lot of monsters on this list that I would have wanted to be if because when we first started this, we wanted to stick with just like um, classic monsters. And that's why I went with the Phantom of the Opera. um, One of my favorite classical monsters. But uh, once we had to start bringing in all these other ghosts or, or I mean monsters, because like you run out after so many, there's so many that I, I wish I could have now, but I just, I'm not going to change it up. You know, I'm the Phantom of the Gridiron, so I don't have to be creative and come up with a new team name. So, um, but uh but Krampus is definitely one of them that I would want. He's like scary Santa for those of you that don't know. Uh, let's see, demonic infusion. That's Joshua over at Fusion, uh, Fusion Fantasy Football. Um, that's why it's a great team name for him. That that works great. Toxic Avengers. <laughs> uh, what was that? That was, uh, was
5: that, was that USA, you know, TV movie or whatever it was.
1: Yeah, I'm t- I think it's Mike Jernigan Um used to be with the team uh, yeah. about a year ago. Mecha Godzilla, another great one.
2: Now I think that's a new one, uh a new player this year cuz that originally wasn't in the uh this division.
1: Right. And a couple people I think changed it up too. They have yeah. new team names this year, so that's that might be true, new- yeah. Number eleven is Michael Myers, and number twelve, the Thing, and of course, Michael Myers is one of the uh, one of the great all times. So glad to see he was taken this year. So, all right, anything stand out there? Uh, It looks like of our group, Rich, you're the only one in that division of the five of us that are in here right now.
2: Yeah, I like I like that position. Like it very much. It's a little bit different this year because, like last year, um, I picked at the fourth, and it was kind of. Last year, Pitt was the uh, one you wanted to be in that, uh, picking that first round rookie because of being tight end premium. And we all, you know, we kind of expected him to be a, 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 a great start out the gate and everything. So it worked out perfect um, for uh, him last year. But you really got anybody like that this year. So you got to kind of, I was hoping there was a tight end that you could kind of go at that point, but there really ain't a tight end that you kind of hang your hat on this year.
1: Standing. All right, Scott Fishbowl. How's everybody, Scott Fishbowl, going? What round are you
3: guys in?
4: Low. <laughs> I'm done.
3: I'm out. Jared, Jared, why don't you tell everyone what round you're in right now, and when did it start? We
5: just started the 11th.
3: You started 11, and when did what day did the draft start? Was it today Monday or Monday? Okay. Sounded like Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> it's just
5: crazy. I mean, honestly, like, Frankenstein, for me, I feel like would be easier to draft the first three rounds. Like, personally, um, yeah. It's just crazy, you know. And I, I know I get people are busy and stuff like that, but man, you know, we here's the funny thing: we had two people removed from my league. So, really, yeah. Times, so we had two yeah. people removed, and. The two people they
3: brought in they much faster. So <laughs> I had that get removed because. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chase.
4: So they get removed if they take too long on picks, um, but that like especially in the first round.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
4: last year, I was I was actually in Jared's position. I was pick number two. They started drafting at 8 a.m. and my first pick wasn't until four o'clock in the afternoon. And now you uh-huh. know. I mean, you, come on, man. Like you have to know at that point, like you've all off season waiting for this thing to start, you know, the date it's going to start. And mm-hmm. like, you have to, you either were going to take a running back or a quarterback. You had to know which one you wanted. And still like the guy timed yeah. out and they had to replace him. Um, but I think Jared was talking before the show that he's got some people from out of country. So when you get into these oh, leagues, that, that, that's with- for a different league though. Like that, that's, uh, for my okay. Home so I think last year I got I, I got stuck in a league where I had some people from from Australia in there, and that's what the time changes really get you. Yeah, like that's you know in these types of drafts. But, um, right. but yeah, eleventh
3: yeah, round is terrible at this. Like after just about a week. Yeah, we've had well, we had players in Australia. Obviously, I remember last year I I had Campy, Andrew Campy, or Mark Bull in my division, and uh, and then we also had uh, we have a few players from Europe from Central Europe, nothing like Germany, Switzerland. So I had one of those guys in my division too. So there were times where it was like, I remember, I remember just like asking, like, just kind of like cheering on our guy in Switzerland at like 1130, his time. Just I said, Oh, please just hang in like, you know, half an hour more, half an hour more. And Andrew or Mark is about to make their, it's about to make their pick. And then Andrew or Mark would make their pick like 15 minutes later and I feel like 1145, his time. And I'd say to whoever it was in Switzerland, you know, please, all right, go ahead, make the pick, make the pick, and sure enough, you know, he was uh, he was asleep, <laughs> so had to wait a long time, like six George hours. George must be
0: drunk.
2: Is
3: everybody with like Scott it. Fishbowl on here?
4: No. Okay,
2: because I, I didn't get in this year, so I did last year, so that's so why I was wondering if Joe, are you in
3: this year? No, SFB. No, maybe, yeah. I'll, be ne- maybe I'll be in next. Maybe I'll be next year. I'm going to pay attention to it this year through you guys. I never really did. It seems too complicated. It, dude, if you can handle Frankenstank, you can definitely handle yeah, Scott. You're right. Yeah, you're probably <laughs> right. You're probably right. I think maybe one of these long version drafts is is enough for me right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so, and, of course, that's going to be Frankie. So
1: so evidently Jared hates slow drafts. Unless so I'm,
5: in, I'm in three or four slow drafts right now as we speak.
1: Unless he so. meant to say so drafts. You, you know, what question: nowhere. When
3: are when does our draft start?
1: Um, the Frankenstein? Yeah, I don't think that we've announced that yet. I don't think that's official yet because okay. we were we're still working on the draft order. But uh, it's going to be um, most likely it will it will start pretty soon. I would have to say because because we had one division last year that took a while and if right. we wait until but
3: it can't be too soon
1: because well last year last year we uh we
3: did think in mid August
1: last year we started while we were in Canton correct um, yeah. and uh and there was one division that 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 went about 2 weeks and it was still a week before the season started but trying mm-hmm. to get the waivers to start right at that time was a little rough so we might start it before Canton this time but we I don't think we've really discussed it yet
0: yeah
4: uh so this could be that he hates sow drafts Jared do you hate drafting
5: cows on um, I mean, I'm in Oklahoma. I don't mind drafting cows, but um, this yeah, cow have, is yeah, mine. Yeah, is is the perfect saying here. But and and then quote ex- Jason,
1: Jason hates people with jobs. He's jealous that they aren't homeless. So, I and I love that oh, fake Jason. background behind you that makes it look like you have a house, Jason. So
4: yeah, it's uh, you know, I it's all fake.
1: And you got the headphones to block out the sound of the pigeons at the park.
4: Um, no, man, it's uh, it's raining here. I'm under a bridge. (laughs) Oh,
1: gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. (laughs) All right, I've got Um, another one ready to pull up here. We're a half hour in, so uh, let me uh, let me pull up another one here. We've got the creature from the staff bathroom division. This is the division that I ran as uh, the rock, paper, scissors guy, and pale man, I do know, is uh, um, coach, uh, coaches, uh, uh, buddy um, Jesse Jesse actually won, and he got he gave himself the number one pick, and s- surprisingly, coincidentally enough, he gave Coach the number two pick. So that seems highly illegal, but you know what do we? I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like if I would have won, I probably would have gave Uncle Steve the second, and I would have not expected the same in return though. So I don't know why I would have done that. But <laughs> um, let's see, we got Hellboy coming in with the third pick um demogorgon at fourth freddy krueger who's one of my all-time favorite monsters i'll agree fifth i mean he's just he's he's one of the ultimate classics like what we should probably do we should actually probably set up a huge ultimate bracket on twitter and just say you know monster versus monster in a fight who wins i guarantee you freddy krueger makes it to the final four
4: you can't kill that guy
1: yeah yeah it doesn't
4: matter how many times you actually kill that guy that guy co- keeps coming back.
1: Yeah, you know what? I think we need to do that. I think, I think we need to find somebody that's got nothing but time on their hands. Rich? <laughs> <laughs> i say that because Rich works more than any man I know. <laughs> um, Frankencastle with the number six. If I remember, I didn't that like a little cartoon dog.
0: Frank I've never Castle. heard.
3: Have to Google.
5: I mean... I was thinking of uh, the Punisher Castle, but Frank Castle.
1: Yeah,
5: that's what I was thinking.
1: That'd be a nice play on play on It looks looks
3: like that's it. From the Punisher
1: Castle. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then that's a very creative name. I like it. Punish. It it
3: says Punisher retitled Franken Castle. It's comic book series featuring uh, Frank Castle. Nice. Now, I've never heard of it before. I know The Punisher. Never heard of birth fact. of a Monster.
1: The next one should not need um, an introduction. Steele? Yeah, who is Nobody, Lucille? Everybody should know what this is, but if you don't, then I feel very bad for you, and Joe's going to explain it to you, and then Joe is going to be highly disappointed in you that you, you don't you don't know who Lucille is.
3: Well, I, I think most people, or not most, but many people are fans of uh, of the show uh, The Walking Dead and Negan. You know, I didn't name a Negan. I wanted to go for Lucille. I figured everyone knows the name Lucille. Well, everyone knows knows Negan, too. Uh, but I thought Lucille was just a, a great character, just a great actor. You know, so uh, <laughs> I had to go. But it's funny. After I picked like, a few weeks later, I'm like, you know what? I should go with a traditional monster, you know. Um, and I was like, I told, I think, Justin and, and John, I'm like, you know, I'm just going to go to traditional monster. Forget Lucille. And they were both like, no. Like, we wow. love we love that name and also the picture I uh, like the avatar I'd picked out for it already. So I'm happy Lucille got me to second place in all of Frankenstein last year. So that was cool. Very happy to be back with my girl, my gal, Lucille. Got him second place last year. And all last year, is like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> hey, after, but after I won, I didn't feel good about my team going into, you know, after the draft and going into the season. But after I got that first win, uh, and I think I took uh, Derek Henry. It was off to the races from there. Right.
0: Yep. I got lucky
3: that first week. I forgot who was I beat, but he definitely had a better team on paper. And then after that, I just and I just took off after that.
1: Imagine if you put um, Lucille into Freddy Krueger's hands. Monster.
0: <laughs>
1: Grab boy gets monsters. Grab gets the eighth pick. Um, um ass whooping Annabelle. <laughs> Annabelle is an ass whooper, that's for sure. Um uh, gets the ninth pick. Bigfoot's Little Toe Beans. <laughs> uh kudos on the team name. Um uh tenth pick, mother in law. So for many people out there that's uh that's that's pretty scary. Mm-hmm. 11th pick and then the 12th man the 12th pick is our guy andrew campy um and he gave me shit for this like he was letting me have it like it was my fault that he sucks at rock paper scissors so um, uh yeah and, and and i tried to tell him that it was it was john's buddy that did it the guy that gave john second so if anybody is to blame it, out of the out of me or john it is not me here so um so get off my ass a little campy <laughs> All right, I'll start pulling up the next one, Jared. You brought up a topic uh, before we came uh, before we came on uh, that's uh, that's very relevant to the NFL and super relevant to Oklahoma.
5: Yeah, so you know there was a rumor when the Raiders were up for sale, or you know, look, not really sale for to be moved. You know, they were actually looking to come to Oklahoma. And now that Seattle's owner is interested in selling, you know, that and the Trailblazers, uh, the o- there's an Oklahoma group, and, you know, Rich can, can vouch for this one. They're, they're very interested in bringing a pro football team here. And they already took the Supersonics, so you might as well just bring another Seattle team down and put them here in Oklahoma.
3: Who's the owner of the Seahawks again? Uh, do, you, do you recall
5: so her last name's Allen. So Paul Allen That's what I
3: thought. Yeah. But it's Steve Jobs, it's his, Paul Allen. It's his wife or sister or something. Yeah. Gotcha. So can't believe Jackie can't Allen? Imagine. Is
5: it Jackie Allen?
3: But it is Allen's wife. okay. So it's the wife that owns it. Do they get divorced and she got the Seahawks or something? I or I've always had sister. But I don't.
5: That's I what? could be wrong. Man. Somebody have to look that up for me, huh? I, can't I, I remember the last thing down. It's the
3: yeah. I can't even imagine selling that. I thought Alan, the uh, the computer guy, the Apple guy, had a uh, uh, he had
5: it on at one time. So and and I was a little perplexed when you yeah. know yeah. the thing had come up about it being for sale, and they showed her, and I was like, well, something happened. That I don't know about like so. Is it, Paul is, Paul Allen, wife or sister, sister. Ahead, so
4: Jason. so Paul Allen, um. Left it in a trust to his sister when he passed away in 2018. Okay. So gotcha. jo- it's Jody Allen.
5: Jody, um, I said yeah. Jack. Yeah, I was close.
4: You were close, oh, better yep. than me. So it is his
1: sister. Yeah, you better get to know that yeah. name a lot better if she might end up being your neighbor soon,
4: bro. Oh,
5: yeah, be, be down for that, that life.
4: She also owns the Trailblazers.
5: Yeah, and she's. I'm yeah. supposed to sell both. So,
3: damn. I can't. I can't imagine Seattle being without a football team. I would
5: love to have an NFL team
3: here in Oklahoma. Oh, me that too. pretty cool, huh? I guess Tulsa area, I assume.
5: No, Oklahoma, City. Oklahoma City. Oklahoma
3: City? Yeah. Probably, yeah. I, I okay, would guess too. Oklahoma City. Um, yeah.
5: We got a lot. of, I mean, there's a lot of land that we could, you know, put somewhere. So yeah, I'm imagine, gonna, and the cost to move here compared to somewhere else is a lot cheaper. Imagine all the stuff good. for
4: the players to could do in Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. Cow tip in.
1: Um,
2: there's <laughs> there's tons of stuff to do out here, man.
1: <laughs> but so they I have thought- to the team name because the Seahawks, obviously, you guys don't have any Seahawks out there. So let's say it's you know the, the the Oklahoma Cow Tippers. Now, is that your new favorite team, Frito? Oh, never, never.
5: I think I also think it'll be like the Drillers. Yeah, there you go.
2: <clears throat> I think that initially the Oilers.
3: <laughs> The name's available. You
5: could, you could bring them back. but
1: You can I, even have I the mean, old logo
3: and the colors. That'd be cool. There
1: would be I some necking, uh, fantasy football team names. Go Roughnecks. Up oh, the,
3: the what? The Roughnecks, you said? Roughnecks, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I like it. Is it would oh, that sorry, be your Justin, new favorite team, Jared?
5: Oh, 100%, bro. I mean, it's going to be hard because, you know, I already told you where Baker goes, I go. So fuck the Browns, if you guys didn't know. Um, I already bought my I bought my Baker jersey for Carolina. So, and it, and it, I mean, wow. think about it though. If you're coming here, I mean, are you you selling you selling at least ninety six thousand tickets because Baker's the quarterback? If he if he were to come here, let's be real here. <laughs> wow. So uh, I uh,
4: I have to say, so I googled what is Oklahoma known for because you know being on the East Coast, we don't you know that's I fly know what over you're gonna the country. Say. We don't know. It's not no, not really. Fans. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, Like I just, I Googled just so we could come up with names. Buffalo so, Hunters. so number one's the Sooners, you know, that's Sooner state. Number two is native American heritage. You're probably sticking to, we're probably not going with the name yeah. from native American heritage. That's probably not happening. Um, okay. So number three. Museums, how goddamn boring of a state you have to be. The third thing on your
0: list
5: <laughs> is from museums.
0: Hey, oh, well, time out, nice...
5: time out. We have like seven or eight Indian burial ground m- museums. My my town, my little small town that I live in, is known for that. Like people That's... come here just to go to that. And we yeah, have thirty two hundred people in my town.
4: You know, you know what type of people? Boring ass people. All right, um, moving on. Fifteen. Things. You got two great
2: people from Oklahoma right here on the
4: show, I, and we're two interesting, very interesting people. I love you both. I love you both. Uh, okay, museums. will start Route sixty six. So you're you're also known for a road. Good job, guys. Uh, oil and gas. Very much. Oil and gas. Uh, wind energy. And then following that, the obvious tornadoes. And okay, we're gonna get all the way to ten. All things sports, so that works. Uh, I would put eight above museums, though, if I was making this list. Nine, Rose
5: Rocks, like. I'm still or- trying to figure out how penitentiaries isn't on this list yet.
4: And ten is <laughs> ten is man-made lakes. So. That's it.
1: The Oklahoma Jailbait. <laughs>
5: so, so, we've got like three, like legit biggest penitentiaries in the country.
4: Rocks and lakes, y'all are y- y'all got rocks you and go. lakes. States actually go,
5: pay us to uh, to take their prisoners.
1: It. George got it right there. You're also famous for fried okra, the Oklahoma sister cousins,
0: <laughs> and rattlesnake <laughs>
1: derbies. <laughs> All right, we've got another one here, guys. I've got this one pulled up here for the invisible urinal division. My
5: um, uh, and- number one. This is bullshit.
1: Oh. <laughs> Abe is Nate's buddy, um, and uh, and I'm I'm not even sure what that is or how to pronounce it. Uh, sa- is it sapiens?
4: Sapien, yeah.
1: Yep. Abe sapiens is that like for Homo sapiens or I'm
4: I'm googling it now
1: because we already have a human on here as a monster in the league. But
5: is, Abe that, sapiens, is that not Nino?
1: No, that's uh that's uh, um Nate's buddy Abe, the yeah, guy been, that does some shows. Okay. shows he's been
2: on
4: some of
1: our shows. Uh, Dollar seduces. Yeah. Oh,
4: so it's uh, it's got to it's something from Hellboy. It's out of the Hellboy universe.
5: Oh, it's the fish-looking thing from Hellboy.
3: Yeah. Yep. All right. well, I've oh, never Andrew, seen yeah. Well, Andrew it, just chi- Andrew Campy just chimed in. He said it's from Hellboy. Abe's yeah. seeking Stark and terrible chance. I like it. Yeah. Never seen Hellboy. <laughs> Good movie. At least the first one. I don't know if I saw the rest of them, but it's a fun movie. Um, let's see. Number
1: two, the, the the Balrog,
5: the Balrog from uh, I mean, you Lord seen it, uh, Lord of Rings?
1: Oh, okay, yeah, you yeah. You shall yeah. not
0: pass. Yep. Okay, yeah. talking
1: to the Balrog. That's kind of cool. I, I don't know how super scary it is, but um, number three is probably my all-time favorite um, uh, series of of horror films.
5: Okay. I mean, I'm really big. oh real, real question. Jigsaw, Nightmare on Elm Street. you really picking that over Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: As far as the movies, the series themselves, absolutely.
5: There would be I've no Jigsaw without Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: I agree. I agree, but I think that they leveled up with Jigsaw.
3: Oh, Ooh. and and Nino is chiming, and he's saying yes. Abe Sapiens is Nino. I told you. Oh, you did. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe I thought it was, I thought it was uncertain. Maybe Abe
1: uh, I, mean, I just assumed it was that Abe because I thought that Nate earlier told me that Abe won... Nino,
5: did you really put my ass past five? This mother this is my dude. <laughs> so uh, um, we're gonna have a conversation next Friday, bro. Like
1: <laughs> that's that's gonna be fun to watch. I watch you guys while I'm uh, while I'm driving at work on Friday night. So I
5: was about to say while you're driving, well this isn't safe.
1: <laughs> I don't care if they fire me at this point. I've only got two more weeks there. Um but uh uh so uh yeah so, so i assumed it was Abe because nate told me earlier that abe had won his divisions rock paper scissors so he must be the last division still left to reveal so that's my bad i apologize um uh so nino so nino won his division no, he didn't win
4: no he says he didn't win
1: well then, what the hell are we talking about here?
4: Somebody put him. Well, no, he didn't win, but whoever won put Somebody him,
1: put him at number one. Oh, yeah. how generous! What the mother front door. How generous. So who won this one? Jason, you're in this division. Maybe it's in. A no, I'm not.
4: Uh, you're oh, talking not- about. That's a, I Jason mean, that's 40. me, but not me. <laughs>
1: that's Jason Voorhees. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Jason Voorhees gets five. Sully gets four. See, this this whole damn uh, thing right now is super confusing. Just wait until Frankenstein. Number I six, actually, Dirt Dudes. <laughs>
2: I would like to know who won this league that they didn't put themselves in that first pick.
1: Um, Maybe it was Man Bear Pig. Maybe he wanted to go to 12. So in the
2: twelfth spot, you're looking at getting the first Nothing. running back. Well, there you go. Yeah, you're well, getting Jonathan
1: Taylor. Yeah. In the fourth hey, well, yeah, no, that wouldn't be that. So yeah, third pick. Yeah, third pick. You're would getting
4: be, Jonathan Taylor.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that would be a good strategy. Maybe it's somebody that got like uh um third fourth area and they don't necessarily know who to take out of those top quarterbacks and they wanted the quicker turnaround pick in the in the fifth round after quarterback who knows yeah the
3: only thing that makes sense to me too
1: yeah who knows if somebody wants to scroll through the frankenstein group chat you could scroll through there and look for the invisible urinal um while i'm reading off the rest of these um what what is a what is a dirt dues anybody know what a dirt dues is
4: so i just googled it and it's um i mean i i'm seeing like a vampire. I don't. Um. Yeah, it it's not uh, A to Z of vampires. Dirk Do, and I'm I'm pulling that up. So it's like but the
0: third
1: vampire in, in Frankenstein, and definitely the worst of all of them.
4: The Red blood <laughs> He's
1: a red blood sucker.
4: The ghoulish vampire subtype uh, types were found in Ireland and parts of Great Britain before their Christian conversion. During that time all their duels were wiped out. Um, so they were wiped out by some Christians. I don't uh, know what they deserved. Animalistic Yeah, animalistic predators, they're not intelligent. Um (laughs) so I'm I'm not sure I'd put my name not intelligent, I'm not sure I'd put my name there, but that's basically what it is.
3: Okay. It's actually it's actually pronounced uh Darug Dua. It's a cooler name
5: than it. It is
3: they're French yeah. dead good? It's a French vampire, <laughs> sounds like it, right? But I guess it's Gaelic. Right? It, it may as well, uh, start with Le
1: Le. Le. Um, what's a what's a Fenrir?
0: Fenrir? A Fenrir
5: is a monstrous wolf. Okay, it's huge, yes. like That's it's a cool. it's mm. massive, like the size of a
3: building. Norse, yeah. it's, it's like from Norse like a, myth- dragon, yeah,
5: Norse mythology.
3: Okay. So it They're was Sully that won it. The Gray
1: Reaper. I'm assuming that's you, Jared. Yep. All just, right. Basically so like a Reaper. Comes up. How do you feel about the eighth pick?
5: pissed. Oh, 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 oh. But <laughs> – And I blame this 100% on Nino. No matter if he, he was <laughs> the one that set the spot or not. It was Sully. Like, I could have been pick three here. You know what I'm saying? Sully,
1: so Sully won. So Sully, Sully has the fourth pick. Sully gave himself four.
3: What the heck? I don't know. He's that don't make a lot of quarterbacks sense that he likes.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe he's playing that, uh, not bad. Um, on, because on the fourth round as quarterbacks and really like, I mean Josh Allen in my opinion is the clear cut one. But then after that, there's like a bunch. There's like yeah, I, you know,
0: right
5: there. He's either taking Murray or, you know, I mean who knows? Who my, I, I legit saw somebody take Jalen Hurts with a one oh one and uh yeah. that's, that's baseball, so there's
3: that. <laughs> that's crazy. Talk about gold, go bold or go home. Yeah. But yeah, you've got Josh Allen, Herbert, um, Mahomes. Brady? Um, yeah, Brady's got Brady. Brady. Burrow. You know, uh-huh. um uh-huh. even Lamar Jackson, let's not forget Lamar Jackson.
1: So he's so he's taking a kind of like uh, that strategy. a Sully. little bit of a like quarterback, it. and then on that fifth round coming back, he's mm-hmm. going to get a better pick than those yeah, other three I like it would on the turn. But it starts to become more unpredictable at that point, especially since mm-hmm. the whole first round was non quarterbacks anyway. Like you're getting into guys like maybe your guy from four would likely have already been there at the turn anyway because like we're not all playing go after the same guys he you could know? be playing a
2: strategy like at that fourth pick going burrow and then being at the position he is in the other round maybe chase falls to him coming back around on that
0: oh uh, like a specific
1: player it wouldn't be chase though because chase is going in the third round because it's non-quarterback veterans yeah oh, that's true that's true in the third round, but maybe it, maybe it has something to do with the cards. This is what I'm saying, guys. Like, this is, this is the Frankenstein league. We have no clue. (laughs) Like this might be a genius plan and we won't know until it unfolds. Yep. Let's see. Uh, the Gremlins, another, another all-time favorite gets the ninth pick. Um, Moby Dick was definitely a monster, um, and, uh, serves as a lot of innuendos and fantasy football team names. Um Ted Bundy, a real life monster. A uh, little morbid, but
5: uh but <laughs> it's a little Might as <laughs> well put that Efron on there.
1: Kudos to you. I hope I don't face you in the playoffs. Um uh, let's see. Um and then of course, like I said, man bear pig um with the twelfth pig. So uh so interesting. I, I I would also be kind of interested to see why people chose the draft orders the way they did. Because I'm kind yeah. of about the ninth.
4: Well, I mean, we could ask Sully, right? Like, it's not like we can't discuss it
1: with him. Yeah, so somebody should. We know, somebody should yeah. jump
4: in that chat and go, "Hey, man, what's up with fourth?
3: What's the yeah. thought?" Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure there might be a lot of that. <laughs> I see I, that, kind of I like it. You know, as you know, not waiting, not having yourself wait till like you know, the very end of the next round in order to make that next pick, and you're and you're going to let the rest of the. uh draft ball to you when it comes to that, that quarterback round. I like that.
4: Great. I really, so it's tough being on the ends are tough if you're missing a run, right? Like if, mm-hmm. if tight end, if a tight end run starts, you know, at pick 11 on the way back and you're number one, you know, you're mm-hmm. going to miss some tight ends, whatever it is. That's, that's a tough part, but I like being on the end. I like being able to take my mm-hmm. two guys You know, knowing with some level of certainty I'm going to get two of the guys I want and not have to worry about it for X amount of picks. And then knowing that, you know, you got to do a lot of reaching, though, if you're at the end.
1: Yeah, you guys Um, didn't tell me that the guys are giving me shit in the chat. (laughs) Sorry, I thought you saw it. Yeah, at at, at my age, guys, like, like, I don't even remember my own kids' names. Like, ever.
3: Uh, you know, I've never been, I, I realize this is Frankenstein, it's a different type of draft, uh, much like Scott Fishbowl, but um, I've never never really worried about, you know, draft position. I feel like I've done well or done poorly based just on many different factors, but not really so much like draft position, to be honest with you. I felt like I've I've done well all over the place and, um, and uh, you know, or and done poorly all over the place, so. Well, I, I don't so, really worry too much. I don't on, worry too much about it.
4: On the ends, you really do have to reach, though, right? Like a guy you want is not coming back to you twenty-four picks later. Right. It's just not happening. If you're looking at, if you're looking at your draft board and the the guy, this guy that you like is anywhere near the top, he's not coming back to you. You know, however many picks later. So you really like the reach thing. You have to you have to be wired to get over it if you're picking it at one of the ends. Yeah.
3: Jalen Hurts yeah. would have. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm, I'm I'm wired that way. I guess, or I don't know. You got to define reach too. Like, I think one person's reach isn't necessarily someone else's reach. And Yeah. we
1: need to. We probably need to try to get Doctor Phil on this Friday with with Boomer and Nino. I, I I don't know. We we might have to repair some some lost love. We're
5: good. we're gonna we're Hey, at least he came up in the chat and said said his piece.
2: <laughs> hey, no, go ahead real quick. Pull that picture back up. He's pretending it's not him. What, Nino's? Yes. See, now tell me. Look at that picture if that doesn't describe the uh, you're right.
5: what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, oh, the so metamorphosis
0: med- disorder. There you <laughs> go.
5: Put some horns on it I th- and you're dead on, bro. I'm
0: telling you. <laughs> right on.
1: Um, so we're, we're pushing an hour here. We still have one more division, so I'm just going to jump right into this. Yeah, uh, yep. Last one. Um, and it is the night of the living silent, but deadly. So, um, this one was like, we, we had to come up with a fifth name and it was right around the time that Jason and George came on the show. And I feel like it was just fitting. Like it, it was, it was very suitable for, for the, for the time. So, uh, um, so, so the team names, uh, or I mean the, uh, the division name just kind of matches what they bring to the table. And then I believe both of them are in this division as well, which was also very, very fitting. So I'm pretty proud at the way that one unfolded. But uh, the Abominable Snow person, I believe, is Alex, if memory serves. Uh, yes. And this win, because I'm not I'm not assuming anything anymore. The winner
2: of this one was the Mumbras of St. Brown.
1: So he chose second. The Mumra St. Brown. Yep, that's who won it. the second spot. Okay. And – for some reason, gave Alex the first. Um, the Headless Horseman. I, I know I just had a phenomenal.
3: Yeah, I yeah. love it's one of my favorite characters of all time. I just
1: had a chat with this person in the in the in the Frankenstein in the uh, the group me. A side chat recently. I can't remember who it is though. God, I'm horrible. Godwinzilla, nice team name, gets the fourth. What's the praxa? Remind me.
5: I put my come
4: computer up. On, so. on Google. I'm Googling it now. Well,
0: uh well,
4: non alien creature. The Praxis is an intelligent, apparently hostile species which inhabits the depths of the Atlantic. Uh their gaseous life form. So it fits it actually Yeah uh, it also <laughs> actually fit uh fits the, the group they're in, the league right, they're in.
1: Right. Um and then six is Revenge of Bakerstein.
3: Again, <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. That's that's my friend. That's my friend Scott. What's the team name referring to? I don't know. I didn't ask. (laughs) Let's see. I mean, (laughs) I was assuming Baker
1: Mayfield.
4: So could it be Baker Stein?
1: You know, yeah, Baker Stein. Stein? And so it's like another play on Frankenstein, but it's Baker Mayfield. Yeah, is he a Baker fan? You said as a buddy uh, or...
0: No, well, there's been a, a few of us. He's
1: he's a
4: Giants
3: fan so I, I doubt it.
4: Resurrecting his career from the dead in Cleveland to move to Carolina. I don't.
1: There you go.
4: Trying to make it work.
1: Um the Kraken was uh the Kraken was actually my team name in a pirate league that I was in. So,
0: I can Love I can
1: dig that. Uh the Kraken gets the seven pick. The 8th pick is Rancor. Um, the ninth biggest swamp thing, which is kind of cool. That's, that's uh, me. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So uh, that was a, that. That's kind of a uh, that was just after all of the real OG original classic monsters, but before it became too overly commercialized um, the the horror film industry. So like that was like around like uh, um, the Blob area. Yep. So. And actually,
4: I thought about going with the blob because it kind of fits here, but I did Swamp Thing instead.
1: Yeah, not anymore. It used to fit, but now you're.
4: Uh, yeah, you keep
5: losing that weight.
4: Yeah, I'm working right. on it. I'm working on it still. Your jeans don't even fit anymore. They really don't.
1: Yeah.
5: How do you know?
1: Uh, hey, you know what? We talk. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 sometimes I accidentally grab his his, uh, his pants out of the dresser, but um. All right. It, in the morning. The Boogie Woman. The Boogie Woman. <laughs> or Boogeyman. No, just Boogeyman. What Man. What you like, right.
5: where, where's the <laughs> woman part?
1: <laughs> no, I was saying, because there's a, a, a Netflix movie now. Um, I think it's called that. I think it's called The Boogie Woman. Um, but mm-hmm. it's based on a true story, and I just recently watched it. So that's, I guess I had that in my head. So my bad. It's it's the Boogeyman. It's the, the original. And then Hellraiser, another uh, – another. Yeah, that – yeah, I love it's it. It's gonna do a remake on that.
0: But is again one?
1: what what is uh what is George's team name in this one? Is he's he- the Proxa Proxa. He's- so oh.
4: but let me ask. So like the villain in Hellraiser is Pinhead.
1: Right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: So like he's just the movie.
1: Right. Well like I mean,
5: all the monsters.
1: Well, Pinhead is the Hellraiser.
5: Yeah. Yeah, he should be Pinhead. Well, technically, isn't the box the Hellraiser?
4: Yeah. So he's a box. (laughs) I ain't afraid of a box. I ain't afraid of a box.
5: The the box holds purgatory, right? Yeah. So you should be afraid of the box. Just touching it cuts your hands.
1: Yeah, but if your team (laughs) name is the box, then everybody's
5: not going to have any. You know, I'm really surprised nobody has Phantasm.
3: Phantasm? That's great. Great point. That is such a great movie, too. I, I I don't recall that one. The I one thought one about, still, oh my god. You ha- if you have if you've never seen it just with
0: he controls
3: it. the
5: like the, the solid still steel yeah. balls and they fly around. Are you yeah. kidding me right well, now? He's the
3: more yeah, guy. Well, the guy the guy, as a matter of fact, come to think of it, that was one of the guys I was thinking about changing my name to, uh Lucille last year. And I forgot what he's called, but it's a cult classic movie. It's oh, Phantasm dude. from nineteen seventy nine is a really good
5: hey, w- what about like the puppet master too? I mean, that's another solid one. So here's what about, about Puppet
1: Master? I watched yeah. the Puppet Master when I was a kid, and it was I amazing. It. I absolutely loved it. Scared well,
5: Puppet Master goodness. and Phantasm, dude. There's like five or six Phantasms,
1: but but then yeah. I recently watched Puppet Master again as an adult. I, I dude, it was
0: horrible. Oh, it's like, horrible. How, yeah, let's not get this
3: twisted. It was Phantasm so amazing days, it's, it's ageless. Though. Yeah, no, it's pretty it, Timeless Phantasm.
4: Any of y'all watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space when you were young? Yes. Yes. Yeah,
5: bro.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I would still watch that one.
5: <laughs> I, st- I still think it's funny when they blew up their nose. Like, <laughs> it's, it's the best. Uh-huh. Well, I, I think,
3: think it looks like for Baker together. Stein, I did find from, like, the early 70s, there was, like, a horror novel. It looks like it wasn't anything popular, but it was called Unholy Goddess, and the author was Baker Stein. So – it's the only thing, either that or it's got to be a reference to Baker Mayfield. It's the only thing I could think of.
5: I mean, him being a Giants fan—that'd be interesting. Like, where's he from? So, I mean, that's.
3: Yeah, he's actually grew up in somewhere in New York State, I believe. Yeah, I'm mean, yeah, can be a Baker area.
5: Mayfield fan, so. <laughs> yeah, I so think
4: I'm...
1: this comment is for you, Jason.
4: No, he was talk- So he was talking. That was back when Jared and uh, Jared was talking about um, Nino. And how Nino pointed out that he wouldn't screw Jared. George uh, okay. said, I'd screw you and pull your hair while you were doing it. Like George is now I was going to say, like, I am not happy with being nine, but one thing I am happy about because George and I enter in a lot of leagues together and we draft very similarly. Um, I am happy that there is some separation between me and him. Cool. So I'm nine. He's, he's up towards the top somewhere. Five. So at least, at least there's a couple picks practice, in right? between us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He won't be sniping me like like we usually end up. So at least, at least I have that.
1: Nice. So guys, um, if if you're watching the show and we screwed up your name or we screwed up the meaning or you want to uh, defend your honor or you want to complain about the pick that you were stuck with or you want to try to justify why you picked where people draft where they did. Or even if you just want to give us a little insight on why you chose the way you did, like, I, I like, like, what was your, what was your method? Like, what were you thinking? Cause I think that's extremely interesting to me. So mm-hmm. if you want to discuss any of that, put it in the comments below or, um, or put it in the group me chat. Actually do both, do both because the comments help our ag- algorithm. And then the, uh, group me, um, is a lot more direct. So you'll get a direct response from one of us on the team, um, Pretty quickly because we want to see what this is. We
3: want to see what this is all about. So, yeah, I'd like to hear the reasoning too. But it, it's got—I assume it's got to be exactly what we discussed. You know um, what I was going to do if it were me,
1: um, if I actually were able to win, I was gonna—I was gonna give myself first, and no lie about it, I was gonna give Uncle Steve number two because you know he's my uncle. And, you know, nepotism, but he's also a big uh, uh, supporter of the show and a Patreon. patreoncom titles. A uh, little plug there. Um, but, uh, and then the other 10, I was going to make my own little 10 team bracket and randomly put them in there and then picture who would win in a fight for each bracket. Just like I'm probably going to go ahead like and get Twitter because uh, because that sounds I like, like a lot of fun. So, yeah, here we go. Um, want to complain? Oh, if that says if you, not F you. Okay. If you want to get a plane, you can call Justin at 498. You may as well, dude. I get all these random BS calls all the time anyway. Like I'm not going to know like you're just the, you're just the next insurance agent trying to help save me money on my car insurance. But uh, So,
2: question for you guys. Since we are a fantasy topic, I've been in a heated conversation with some other groups that I'm in. T Higgins where is he ranked this year for
1: you guys? Well, you they they can go to our website, toylistitsites.com and they can see all the rankings. I, I don't
5: have him as high as he keeps going personally.
1: Yeah, I have not I don't have any shares of him for the same reason. Where do you reason. keep seeing him go? Well,
2: the, in the in the chat that we're talking, a couple of them have him ranked in the top 10 this year.
5: And well, I'm I, like I don't have him in the – I can't. Do I'm that. I'm still watching him going like the first four rounds.
3: And I don't, yeah,
5: have him in the first four rounds.
3: He's going to be a really darn ideal number two wide receiver, but top ten. Well, the question was, is he's trying to trade Higgins away, and he's he's
2: trying to see who he get for. He's uh, he wants to try to get ETN, and he wants to know if he should offer
5: more than that,
2: more just a straight up trade, or he's going to offer more
5: because James Robinson's probably going to be out to week four. The same team that took
4: Chase took Higgins right there.
5: (laughs) Yeah, which I don't.
4: Did. So that I don't understand. So I like.
1: He also took. I, Joe I understand Burrow. that. He also took I, Joe Burrow. So no,
4: look, I get it. I don't, but I don't know why you take Chase and Higgins. Yeah, right. like I, I, I want, I want part of that. I want a stack. Honestly, I would. Uh, I'm going to be in the minority here, but if I was going to stack these, I I would stack Burrow and Higgins over Burrow and Chase. Not now. Don't don't think I'm saying I would take Higgins over Chase. I wouldn't. But I think Chase is getting taken way high and in like what is that, the tr- third round? In the third round here, I'm I'm probably taking Dalvin Cook over Chase. I'm a running back early guy though. Year, so like year. I so like I I'm not taking Chase over some of the running backs. Um I'd probably even take Aaron Jones over Chase. So I'd much rather take Burrow and then Higgins later than have to take Burrow and then and, and then take him in the third round over running backs. Like Cook, like uh, like Aaron Jones.
1: Well, this is my Scott Fish results um, from our draft, and I was the fifth pick, and Chase was obviously still there at the two hundred eight. And you have no idea how close I was to taking Chase right there. Um, T Higgins, I, there's no way I'm taking him in the fourth round. Like, yeah, it's just, just not a thing. I might consider sixth round. That it's, that would to be me, him. he's
2: to me, he's floating around eighteen to twenty.
4: Well, let me let me look at what his actual ADP is, like his general.
1: Um, no, wow, early. Know. So eighteen or twenty is about where I, is that? That's the sixth round where I said I would consider him as well. So that's um, Cortland Sutton to Mike Williams. But actually, I, I've got Mike Williams a little higher than that this year. So
3: here on the screen, I'm, I'm seeing Jamar Chase at uh, pick three point six. Yes, uh, I think he's up there like Stephon Diggs. I do. Yeah, he was um, the fourth wide receiver taken in this draft. I agree with yeah. you, but uh, I got what Jason a. I was talking
2: about single. depending on how you feel, running backs over receivers. Which I'm I love, back.
3: I'm
1: higher on running backs
3: than receivers. I, I love running backs. Mm-hmm.
1: For for redraft, I'm also uh, much higher on running backs, and I would still, if, if I didn't, if it wasn't super flex, and I didn't need that second quarterback so bad, um, mm. I, I definitely would have still taken Chase over all of them. Uh, I mean, over all the running backs that were still left.
4: Hey, scroll down for me on yours, Justin. I want to check something. Did Tyler Huntley get drafted? You were on this Huntley thing, ain't you? Well, look, so he's got well, he Justin's. – Justin's got Jackson. Like, how many games did Jackson miss last year and, and Huntley have to step in? Like four, I think I he think. played like the last four or five, right? I'm just saying, like, instead of having to blow all your fab – and you go down to the bottom of your list, you can't tell me there's not somebody you couldn't just like.
1: No, all of my guys are studs. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, I mean, look,
4: you've so got Miles Ga- You've here, got Miles
1: Gaskin. I see what you're saying, but listen. I would guy. draft Huntley am before Taylor. Win? Am I going to win with Huntley? Like, am I going to win uh, a tournament as big as Scott Fishbowl with Huntley as my quarterback? Uh, he played well. As your second,
5: maybe. Played. Yeah, now, he,
1: honestly, he wouldn't even be my second because I still have Kirk Cousins and Matt Ryan. You all, you all are are underestimating. I feel
5: you. Team. No, I feel you. I but, get that.
1: So he's still like, I still like. If he goes out, I'm not starting Huntley over either of them either. But Miles Gaskin is a running back in a running back by committee, where you never know how many running backs are ever going to get hurt, and any starting running back is they automatically have have value even in a league that you can't trade in, like. As bad as Miles Gaskin is, he could still start in my flex if he's the starting running back. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get you. But now, if uh, if if Hawkinson steps yeah, up in a big way, like I had planned that he's going to, then I have no need for Troutman. So, I mean, sure, I yeah. it's definitely an idea. It's worth looking into. But that's why I got some IJP, Ryan too, is for that same reason because I've got Mixon. You know, Mixon. Like, I can definitely see it. I
5: see
2: what you George, I will take Waddle over Higgins any day.
5: Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. But, but that's the that's the connection difference. You know what's funny though? Higgins actually got more targets I than Chase did last year. I
3: don't know. He's playing with a proven
2: – Higgins pretty, had a good season last quarterback. year. I mean, he finished like twelfth, I think want twelfth receiver overall. And yeah, but you of-
3: also you
5: got to look at the Bengals' schedule last year compared to this year. They had a top-12 schedule last year. This year, they don't have a top-12 schedule.
2: No, I agree. That's the reason why I don't think a lot of people are going to look at last year, the way the Bengals finished out, and they think Chase is going to improve. They think uh, Higgins is going to improve and stuff like that over last year's numbers. They had a great season last year. The the whole team did everything. I just don't see that happening again Mm -hmm. based off what you said schedule-wise, too.
5: I'm telling you, like I, I, and if you're listening, I, you, you, if you can get Evan Ingram so late, you know, I, I got my eye on him. Ingram, the Jacksonville Jaguars have the number one schedule for a tight end, number one, and in that offense with Doug Peterson, he loves the middle field tight ends, loves, and a,
1: quarter, and a quarterback that still struggled last season.
5: Yeah. So, I mean, I'm telling you right now, everybody brings up, keeps bringing Arnold up. I'm telling you right now, he got 53 catches last year. He ain't half athlete, Ingram is. So you're getting around 14, 15, 16. If you're not targeting Ingram, you're crazy. I, I mean, I'm telling you right now, I mean, I, I'm around 11. I'm considering it. So.
1: Well, I'm hoping that Uncle Steve isn't still watching because I have a home league with him, and I also feel the exact same way that you do about Ingram. So – um, so hopefully he's not watching. You still.
5: know, we—it's we, funny because Mariota gets so much trash yeah. talk about whether he's going to play or it's going to be Ritter, but people took Pitts in the first three rounds, didn't we?
0: Yeah,
5: that's no. the only—you yeah. know—that's thats, what, that's that, it has to go both ways here for yeah. Ritter, for yeah. for Pitts to succeed, his quarterback has to succeed. So, Do you know well, so-
1: Mariota and Ritter in that Scott ball. <laughs>
4: So Mariota, but the thing is, is Mariota has some history of throwing to a tight end. Like, I, oh
5: yeah, I'm, his leading receiver when he was at the Tennessee Titans was his tight end. I did. yeah, yeah. So, and then He's you know, been. Rashard Matthews. So,
0: yeah. Right Sorry.
5: So oh, as far great. as
4: as far as Ingram goes, uh, and I always hate these comparisons to somebody like uh, Kelsey, but they said this is the age where Kelsey had his first thousand yard season. So it's not like it's not like a tight end can't pop at this age. This is
5: you know, you know, and this. I keep getting this uh you know from a hey, look at look at the drops. You also look at the catches. He went eight for nine, uh, six for seven, four for five in the last like six or seven games he played. I'll yeah. I'll take one miss out of six catches a game all day from Daniel Jones, by the way. So I'm telling you, like, I got. I'm loving. I mean, in,
3: I can tell you as a Giants fan, Ingram's problem uh, was his uh, unavailability. That was his biggest problem. I think Giants fans got too way too tough on him for for drops. <clears throat> there were some that some that I really didn't think was his fault anyway. But he actually came out of college out of Ole Miss, known for you know having a case of the drops. He's seen.
5: Hey, can you imagine though? But he's actually having DK his
3: unavailability.
5: Can you imagine having DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, and Ingram on your team, and you can't even score a touchdown.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? Having can you imagine having
5: DK Metcalf, mm-hmm. AJ Brown, and Evan Ingram on your team as receivers, and you d- mm-hmm. can you even tell me who their quarterback was? Because I can, and I follow college football more almost more than anybody. So right. that just tells you how bad their quarterback play was.
1: That's because that was, uh, a chance at some uh, some old Miss shade being thrown there.
5: Oh yeah, I, I mean it's crazy if you look at that. I mean I'm thinking. I mean it's kind of back in the day when you had Zach Mettenberger had because I can remember this obviously had Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry on the same team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's reason. Yeah. That's the only reason he got well, drafted. Like I said,
3: my 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 like I said my my point is that you know again it's his inability to stay on the field. That's really he's got a, a history, there I think the drops have been you know. Just blown out of proportion by Giants fans. Um, I
5: blame I blame that on his coach too.
3: <clears throat> What's that? I blame
5: that on his coach too. I mean, it's not like his quarterback. Well, the coaching is the, the past
3: two years, yeah. He actually had a good good rookie year under Ben McAdoo in seventeen or sixteen, whatever it was. And then I think Jones's first year, he only played like six or seven games. The guy was on pace for like twelve hundred yards and like nine interceptions by with Pat Shermer as the OC. He was being used correctly. Yeah, uh, I don't know. No, everyone regressed under the judge, you know, under the judge regime. Everybody. So I don't. I mean, I, I, I just,
5: I just saw, you know, uh-huh. Justin's, you know, thing. Dawson Knox went in the fourth round. This is a real thing. I'm in the twelfth round right now. Dawson Knox available. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So we just wow. went to the twelfth. So
3: that's crazy. Wow.
5: He's still available, and, but and but you also got to think about this. They brought in another tight end there too. In um, Jordan Howard, right? So that's a running back, or not so, Jordan Howard, but um OJ Howard, OJ Howard. Sorry, I saw don't know
1: In the twelfth round, on some of the some of the names that were still available, that were taken later, twelfth um, round or later. Noah Font, um, uh, Hunter Henry, uh, Irv Smith, who I think has he just a, went in the eleventh. Um, uh, Everett. The Chargers, they don't have another tight end there that's really worth anything right now. Um, Man, Tyler Higby, since they lost, lost uh, um, Everett, Everett but but, Tyler Higby becomes big. Evan Ingram, um, uh, Hooper Austin Hooper's with Tennessee now. They don't have another tight end, so hey,
5: I like that actually. Hooper with Tannehill could be good. Hayden
1: Hurst is really Hurst in, in. Oh, in
4: Cincinnati,
5: yeah. Hey. And that's another reason why Higgins is is a little down on my list because I'm up on Hayden Hurst. So
4: I I got that. I got Hayden Hurst so late. I got to look it up, but I got him so late. And hmm. and I got Zach. I mean, I
5: I had a bet a long time ago um, who was going to be a better football player when they were drafted Mark Andrews or Hayden Hurst. Obviously, like Mark Andrews had just won the John Mackey Award, Hayden Hurst was coming from South Carolina. They both went to the Ravens. And I won a $100 bet. I still can't talk to that guy. He, just, he, he hasn't yet to speak
3: to me. So, <laughs>
0: hmm. I uh, wouldn't go back to CJ. Dawson Knox.
3: I, I wouldn't be worried about competition of OJ Howard. I think OJ Howard just flat out sucks, to be honest with you.
5: Well, and I, and, and I love Dawson Knox.
3: Quarterbacks. Yeah, but we, I, I wouldn't worry about OJ Howard. I think
5: Another one sucks. we, we haven't brought yeah. up is Cameron Brait. Cameron Brait out-targeted Gronk yeah. in the red zone. Yeah, and he, sure. Gronk ain't even there. Yeah. Yep. So, Taysom Hill.
4: K- Cameron
5: Brake is a, and
4: I'm a Tampa fan. I love Cameron Brake. I I have I have a Cameron Brake jersey. Mm-hmm. I love Cameron Brake. Cameron Brait is well past his prime. Yeah. and just in just a guy right now. I think he, had he only 53 had 53
5: receptions last year.
4: I didn't he only have 7 tar 7 targets while Gronk was out last year or something something low. He had
5: 53 year? receptions last year.
4: Okay, but over 17 ah, games. Much that's, eat. yeah, that's nothing. How many touchdowns? 53
5: receptions as the number two tight end. Uh,
4: and again, most of the time as the number one. And, and, you
5: and, and like I said, you out targeted Gronk in the red zone over the whole season. Yeah.
4: The whole season. Ca- Cameron Bray is done. Well, that's who more all that's, yours? That's, that's why, yeah, have him. That's why they're looking right. I uh. mean, I won't take, take a look. Take a <laughs> look at tight end news for the Bucks. They're looking at Gerald Gerald Cook. They're looking at what's his name that just left. Um,
5: oh, Jared Cook goes there. I'm. I mean, that, he's he's an easy pick.
4: They just uh, they've been they've been kicking the tires on Rudolph. You know they drafted a rookie. I'm I'm telling you, Cameron Bray is on the team because Cameron Bray is a team guy. But he he is washed. Yeah,
3: he's not uh, he's they, not useless or anything, but he's can, never. Take him at your Tennessee own peril, man.
4: Dude, Look, I'm
5: just does... saying, like, round 20, you tell me you can't – You who's, who's going to give you more points, right? Top of your head, right now, Tyler Huntley, Cameron Bright, right now if you had to play him. Day, week one is not a question. We'll, we'll just say week five.
4: Well, uh, so I wouldn't play because I've got better options. Uh, I'm playing Tyler Huntley if, if my Lamar Jackson gets hurt, right? Uh, I'm if and only if. I'm not playing – I'm not ever going to play Cameron Bray over Zach Ertz, Hayden Hurst. Hell, I got Taysom Hill. I might throw Taysom Hill depending on his usage. And you I know, Taysom, I love
5: I love Ertz too, but they drafted the number 1 tight end in the league last year.
4: Yeah, and rookie and rookie tight ends very rarely other than Kyle Pitts. He was a rookie
5: last year. There. So, I mean, you didn't go draft him for nothing.
1: Who did you say that the they're talking about for the Bucks? So, uh Ru- Zach is it Rudolph? How Rudolph? Kyle uh, Rudolph. Oh, Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, oh. Kyle
4: Rudolph and Jared Cook. I missed Jared that just...
1: one and I thought that you were talking about a rookie, so I was about to no, no, no. throw that back in your face. But no, no, uh, no. so somebody no, brought we up we have what...
4: we have Kate Otten, like he's a rookie, which is why they're kicking the tires on guys like Rudolph and, and Jared Cook.
1: So somebody brought up Taysom Hill, and this has been an ongoing discussion within the Toilets the titles team about Taysom Hill. And I just looked it up in our bathroom board bets. For whatever reason, like I know I've made board bets about Taysom Hill and they're not on here. So I think people just weren't putting it on there, but I've got it pulled up. I'm putting it on there now that Taysom Hill finishes as a top 15 in tight end PPR scoring.
5: I'll take that back right now. So you say no. I'm against you. All right. Because your boy doesn't like the tight end. Jameis does not like the title.
1: Well, well, first off, that's not my boy. I do not believe in Jameis.
5: And 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 he's got to compete with Troutman.
1: Well, Andy's got to compete with
5: Taysom Hill. <laughs> you drafted Troutman.
1: Oh yeah, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying uh Winston has to compete with J- with Taysom Hill. Like they're they're still gonna they're. use him as a gadget guy. He's gonna play. Yeah. Four or five plays a game at quarterback. He's gonna play four or five plays a game in the red zone at running back. Like, like, there's, there's no way that he doesn't. Hey,
5: the, the gadget guy coach is gone. Okay, that's. Taysom, Taysom Hill has already said, "Hey, I'm a tight end. He's a weapon. I'm, I'm moving tight end like permanently.
1: So, well, then that's even better.
5: That's an easy bet for me. That's this will be his last game.
1: year there anyway. So. If he's if he's definitely gonna stick with tight end, then he'll beat out Troutman. Even though I I, I,
5: I, I mean that's possible he'll beat out Troutman. I just don't think he's top fifteen at all. So
1: I
4: think he beats out Cameron Braid.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I kind of I kind of believe in Braid with uh with Gronk moving on.
5: until somebody proves that there's gonna be another starting tight end over Braid, it's hard to say he's not. Yeah, 53 turns into 83 real quick.
1: If if you say Kyle Rudolph, then I say that's worse. Like in my mind, I, I just I can't I can't see Kyle Rudolph beating out Cameron Bray. But I especially also don't this late
3: that area. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, him. he, he, he
5: Brady.
3: Brady average
5: right. Brady, aver- Brady averaged forty passes a game last year. You yeah. and, and fifty three of them went to the backup tight end.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. He's gonna be the I mean, starting that,
5: The only thing I'm yeah. saying is you get him can you can get him so late. So yeah. late. I mean no, he was, I like right. you said he was available, you know, round 16, 17, 18 Kicker range, you know.
3: So. I keep forgetting he's gonna be the starting tight end in Tampa this year. That's right. And Brady's always loved using his tight ends always. So that makes a lot of sense. So I take back what I said before. I may not be leaving you, Brady. Maybe I, I love you Brady. <laughs> you, you changed my mind. You changed my mind.
5: That's what I'm here for. I'm, I'm here to debate.
3: <laughs>
5: and yell at Nino on Friday.
3: Oh. My man, Nino. So, George Reed, George, our boy George, is saying uh, Miami sent Tua and Mike Gaseki and Tampa sent Tom Brady. Who says no? I think Tampa says Tampa no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you George.
5: And is going to be lined care. up on the right side. He's in trouble. He's, he's not catching well, if
3: anything. How any of those first round picks
1: Miami would have to give up too? Do they have any? Yeah, there ain't
5: a prayer they make that trade.
1: Did they finally use them all? I know they had a bunch of them for a couple years in a row.
4: I think they Ty- traded
1: Rick. what was left
4: to to get Tyreek. Um, Tyreek, yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: George their would know better than pick,
3: I. Their first round pick, Tyreek Hill
4: well what do you guys think about Tyreek I like so I like the move if I'm Miami but I, uh, he's a wide receiver that relies on speed and he's getting up there in age like the, the
3: moment that speed drops mm-hmm. off is he going to be worth having around he's a shifty guy too he's not just you know lateral yeah, you, speed he's, he's, a, he's a shifty guy he's, he's hard to cover he plays fast not just speed fast he cheated for a reason he's you know? quick he's really quick he is and I'm really excited. I think he's got some good years ahead of him. But doesn't here. that does that go away with age? Quick, no. I don't know. You know, he's he's savvy. You know, yeah. maybe for guys like us, but for guys like them
2: that yeah. train like this every day and stuff like that, that speed stays a, a little bit longer than uh, say for like me, Speedy Gonzalez. think dude's like got
5: that. like an eight pack right now. So George has got two first next year. Yeah.
4: Wow, I didn't
3: know that.
5: Yeah, they're, they're. I'm telling you, like Miami's making moves. I mean, they've mm-hmm. they've done a good job, and they still have two firsts because how did they,
3: they get that. How do they get that other first for next year?
5: Well, or didn't overall? they trade? They traded um that to... for. They traded back with the um with Philly, right? The one time.
3: Oh, okay. And then they yeah, also yeah, traded yeah. with
5: mm-hmm. right Houston for the for Tunsil or whatever his name is. So.
3: Man, Tunsil—that was years ago, wasn't it? Am I getting?
4: Yeah, so Tunsil Holy was years cow. ago, but that keeps going because they keep trading.
3: Like that's the that's the trade that keeps on giving. So they keep trading it, trading. It it's crazy. The they on? keep trading it. Yeah, it's, that's it's funny. It's, I, it's I've, thought about, I've thought about. i thought. I've thought about if I were GM, if I would do something like that. I didn't realize that they've they've actually been doing that. I think that's great. I, that's cool.
4: I don't know if dJx is the guy you want to. I mean, dJx was relevant for a short period, but. Then he did lose a step, and he gets he gets an occasional play here and there. I don't know. If Djax is the guy when you but, pay. You no, know, but that's Hill, that the thing. Kind of is
0: he
5: still over the top? Djax was. I, I, I'm a Djax guy. W- could never touch Tyreek in the short range. Like, right. no, you're right sure. I mean, I'm gonna tell you right now. As an Oklahoma fan, I hated I Tyreek Hill. Let me just. <laughs>
3: Hated that dude when he was at Oklahoma State. I, I am so super excited to see uh, to see Hill and Waddle, you know, on the field at the same time. You know, hopefully two has taken that step this year and that step forward and uh, being on field all 16 games or 15 games, 17 games, forgot about that. Um, I am really excited to see those two. That could be pretty crazy.
5: And, you, oh, you know, and their defense is shooters. no slouch either. So, I yeah,
3: mean. No, I agree.
1: Are we done seeing Julio? Have we seen his last game? Uh, I'm done with Julio.
4: I don't know.
5: I I don't think so.
4: Uh, no, there's a team that will pick him up late. Green, so, Bay, Green Bay would be great to pick him up late. Uh, listen, Tampa, I, I would not be upset taking Julio. Uh, your Colts with Matt Ryan could use a guy like Julio. You guys don't have much in the wide receiver room.
0: That's uh, I, that'd
5: be a phenomenal move on, so on the Colts' say, because there already is chemistry.
1: Right, right. And, I, I mean, I've been wanting to see it happen, but – uh, mostly because there's no depth at all, like Jason said. And then, uh, but my biggest concern about Julio is um, whether or not he can be that type of guy. Because because we see two different types of receivers when they hit that age. Where can he be the guy that comes in and realizes he's no longer the number one, and he's cool with with playing a role playing position with Matt Ryan, the guy that he's so used to being the number one with. Um, or any team for that matter. Let's say let's take out the Colts from the equation. Can he step in and be willing to be that role playing guy, um, or does he just ride off in the sunset because he would rather
0: rather? So I, a-
5: I still think he's a four five guy, four five eight, four six guy. No matter what, and this guy was a legit four three two guy coming out of college. And I mean, what, we watch guys like Terrell Owens just run a four three, and he's forty something. So. Um, I still you know, he was hampered by a hamster injury, hamster hand, you know, just over and over and over last year. And the hands ain't going away. So I, I mean, I will take a four I'll take a four or six possession receiver all day long inside the Renzo.
4: Especially a guy who who's played like Julio. Um I, I would say that Julio knew last year he wasn't number one. When he went there, he knew AJ Brown was number one. He knew yep. so I think I think he can do that. And he uh, still had
5: some free catches, by the way.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's it's really. I mean, for for me, it's it's one of those. If you take him, how how long can you trust him? And that's yeah. why that's why, you know, in Tampa, I'd be happy to have Here, him as a fourth wide receiver. Because yeah, here's he my question: you think he can win you
5: two question. games, two to four games? Yeah.
3: Yeah, if you're not relying on yeah, two, like Jason said, you being like a number four receiver, that good veteran. That's um, in Tampa. That's a good fit. That's a good
4: fit. I like it. I'd lo- listen. I'd love to have him in Tampa, especially mm-hmm. not knowing how long Chris Godwin's going to be out.
0: I would I take.
1: I- yeah. The, the important thing to- here is that I knew we would catch him doing it. Are we looking at the screen? He's up there looking at the screen. He's he's watching and uh, listening. Uh, uh,
3: <laughs>
2: hey, I'm the only thing I want to say about Julio is his best move right now is to move to a slot receiver role at his age. And stuff mm-hmm. like that, and be that positional for uh first down and uh, red zone player. So
1: that'd be a big man to throw in the slot.
2: That's a huge person that? slot. I, I know, but still, <laughs> I mean, that he, he'd be a great fit for him. So, so having,
1: here's what I like about the fit for um, for Indy if he did come here. The reason that I was hoping that he would come here is we already have two really tall um, tight ends, like super tall tight ends, and in the red zone, Matt Ryan is is always relied on Julio as that tall, go-to guy. What, I, what, what's that shaking your head? What, what is that? What am, well, I, what am I
0: missing?
5: I, I want you to really look at that. He did not target Julio in the red zone, which was disgusting.
4: No, Julio went how many games without a touchdown? Like, it was a thing
5: for a while.
1: No, I He went 12 him.
5: straight games without him. a but touchdown. He,
1: but he did have several
0: He, he, went,
5: he went four straight games without a target in the red zone. Hmm. Okay. How? 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 Tell me this. How do you go one snap without you know, let alone what a whole game? How do you How do you go an entire series in the red zone and not throw it to Julio?
4: That's got to be coaching that, so decoy. I That's got to be a decoy thing and a coaching staff thing. I
5: mean, think about it. He he had that monster year where he had like eleven or twelve touchdowns, right? And then he had another year where he had four. Four.
4: Yeah, he did game for
5: a year. And then four. And you're like, what is going on here? And oh, but, and two and or three of those touchdowns were outside the 40. And you didn't care cuz he was getting you 1200
4: 1300 yards or whatever it was and now over 100. So like with four touchdowns, he was still getting you all the catches, all the yards you needed. So he yep. was still giving you all the points you wanted. But man, that's why Roddy
5: White was was worse so much cuz he was touchdown threat.
4: Touchdown. if you ever if he ever got like you said the year where he had 12 if he ever had the 12 with those 1,300 yards, man, you'd have had the number one by the, such a wide margin.
5: It's crazy. Like, he – he, he I, and this that's the only mind-blowing thing to me. Like, Matt Ryan's a good enough quarterback where you're like, listen, bro. And maybe he they just used him as a decoy so much. But if I'm Julio, I'm like, listen, motherfucker, give me the ball. I mean –
4: You want touchdowns, come to me.
5: Yeah. I'm the be- and, and at the time, he was the best wide receiver in football. For probably four four years
1: yeah so the uh okay so i see the the one year you're talking about was in 2017 so somewhat recently um and it was uh uh he did play a full season he had um, 88 receptions but it was on 148 targets i'm not seeing the red zone targets right now but yeah he only had three receiving touchdowns that's but ridiculous line overall <laughs> yeah, he had, what, like 1,200 and
4: something yards? What do you have? 1,444.
1: 1,400, yeah. Yeah, so, and then – That's uh, ridiculous, bro. That was the only full season he had where he didn't score at least six touchdowns.
5: But that's the thing is he should score ten. eight, ten. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? No, I- I'm going right. to target him like I target Mike Evans.
1: Yep, you're absolutely right.
5: Hmm. Watch you can't tell me in to their 30. prime you're taking Mike Evans over Julio
1: ever. No. I guess I just remember all those twenty-five point games I got from Julio all those years, yeah. and it was always just there was a, was a of yards. In there.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, but Mike Evans is criminally underrated every year, right? Like he's getting. Oh, he, he's not
5: underrated ball. by any means. He's got seven years in a row with a thousand yards. No, I'm just saying, like everybody,
4: you you go into your fantasy football draft, and, and oh, you get it, take. Nobody wants to take Mike Evans. Look yet.
5: at look at Justin's draft. He's like the like the eighth or ninth receiver taken. Who was that? You look Evans. at your draft. Mike Evans. He's like tenth or twelfth receiver taken. I think in the third round. He's the last pick in the third round. I think one two, or last pick in the fourth round. Something like that. And
4: this year he's going to have a monster six games. The first six, because mm-hmm. I or at least four. Because I think I think. Uh,
1: Seventh.
0: I think he was the seventh one taken. First
1: first wide receiver in the fourth round, the seventh one taken.
4: I think Godwin's gonna be on the pup. Mm
5: -hmm. I
4: think he's gonna start the season on the pup, and (coughs) Evans is just gonna get hammered.
5: Hey, so are do you want Julio's percentage in the red zone? Mm -hmm. Despite leading the targets, the Falcons in total targets, Jones' red zone percentage was Mm twelve (laughs) percent.
2: Big man, too. Big man. How
1: many? Uh, does, it, does it say how many of those? Uh, how many? How much of that twelve percent uh, he actually caught? Like, did he have a high reception rate? Oh. I I'm, I'm
5: assuming he would. Uh,
3: and that's only on thirty routes. Hmm. Yeah. Why would they do that? May, I guess maybe he's just being double teamed. Muhammad
5: Sanu, Justin Hardy, Jacob Tammy. Devonte Freeman and Tevin Coleman all had more retro, red zone. red zone targets than him
3: <laughs>
5: in the same year.
3: Yeah, maybe he's being doubled. Man, that is insane. Like he said, the
5: only he person he... that was worse than him was Levine Toluyo or whatever his name is.
3: Hey, low, low, the tight end.
1: The, the
5: only low. person that was lower
3: on the team last two years. <laughs>
1: All right, I have the NFL Game Pass, and I can tell you there's going to be at least one day this week where I'm going to be watching a whole lot of old Falcons games because I want to see like how the hell like is because he's he's huge like even if he doesn't break uh, break open even if he can't get separation
3: like he's yeah, going to up. I would there. assume they they had to have been shading you know a second a second defenseman.
5: Dude, I, I, I'm you know, telling you right now, as soon as I see that dude in one-on-one coverage, right, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like when Kyler Murray went to the Arizona Cardinals and, and De- had DeAndre Hopkins, he looks over and sees DeAndre and he yeah. smiles before he even throws the ball. He's like, thanks, homie. And he, cause he already knows. Yeah, he, well,
3: you, uh, ain't
5: you ain't beating DeAndre one-on-one. You ain't beating Julio one-on-one.
4: You could say that about Kyler or Brock Osweiler or pretty much anyone who's ever thrown DeAndre Hopkins
1: the ball.
5: But that, that grin was crazy <laughs> funny to me. It was just like, oh, shit.
1: Maybe Matt Ryan introduced his uh, his bookie to Calvin Ridley. Maybe that was the issue. he had, <laughs> had money on the game.
5: But uh, hey, tell me a real quick question: If Deshaun Watson gets anything less than twelve uh, a season, does Calvin Ridley like lose his mind? Absolutely, and he should. As he should, for fifteen hundred dollars, bet he's suspended for the season. The fact that NFL Players Association wouldn't. Like, try to argue it would be another thing.
2: Right. It's the fact of gambling in, in players that goes back for years.
5: And, and, and I understand most- that. And I, I understand that if you're playing, he wasn't playing, he wasn't there. He, he was in a different state.
1: He has, he may still technically have some kind of insight to mm-hmm. try to help win him some more money, but it didn't affect the game at all. There was there was no effect of the game at all whatsoever.
4: Nope. Y'all like, think they'll y'all think they'll let Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame when he dies?
5: No, they're but it's let bullshit. It,
4: they're yeah. gonna let him in when he dies. I guarantee you, as soon as he can't be there and inside the Hall of Fame.
5: Hey, speaking in. of that real quick, did you see they gave Jim Thorpe his uh, medals back? Mm mm.
3: Um, no, I, I saw something on that they gave him his medals back. So or... I,
5: I tweeted it. So they uh-huh. finally gave him his medals for the, patathlete uh, and decathlete medals that uh-huh. he won in the Olympics. Uh huh. Jim Thorpe's the greatest athlete of all time. Just so we're clear, but mm-hmm. the fact that they finally gave it back to to him, or you know, to his brought him up. back was is so cool. I mean, they dude yeah. won the hundred yard dash in somebody else's shoes, so there were two sizes oh,
3: yeah. too big. Yeah, good for Jim. <laughs> I thought it was, I didn't realize. I, I thought it was something. I just, my eyes glazed over quickly today. I thought they had done something else with the awards. Uh, I didn't realize they, so he had never gotten his awards or? No, they,
5: they stripped him because yeah, he, he, he wasn't considered an amateur in a different sport. So
3: mm-hmm. they
5: stripped gotcha. him of the medals because he was mm-hmm. considered a professional in a different yeah. sport, which makes, which made no sense, by the way, because it's not a professional track athlete. So. Yeah. Uh, so do that you, that was not cool.
1: So they ended up getting some, back to him. Did they award it to him in the in the books as well? Like yes. They, so they they fixed the books, and whoever had one got given second or whatever. he's yeah,
3: second. Yeah. Well, you know, and here's my thing too. Going back to the gambling, when you know, like gambling isn't allowed. Don't do it. So, quite frankly, I don't mind that he's suspended for a year. And quite frankly, I think Pete Rose, you guys are kind of young. Pete Rose is a long scumbag, and I'm glad that guy is suspended for life and doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. I remember he even tried to pull this crap too. But I think it was Faye Vincent was the uh, the commissioner of the league at the time. Faye Vincent and he were close. Faye Vincent was trying trying to work something out with him. Now I forgot what it was. It's it's been a while, and you just conversation just came came out of the blue. But it is getting my shackles up because uh, that guy is a flaming asshole, Pete Rose. And okay, I, real quick. I remember, he, I remember think- he was lying about he was lying about Faye Vincent after he died. Um I what it was, he told he was
4: him back. that so he had said that Faye Vincent had told him he would he could get into the Hall of Fame if he admitted it. Mm-hmm. Like something along those
3: lines.
5: And I Yeah, I don't, I don't, don't remember.
3: I don't remember, but that guy just makes me sick. And he was betting on Cincinnati Reds games. He doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame.
5: Okay, so here's my other question. Does Reggie Burst Reggie Bush deserve his husband?
3: I don't know. But I'm not all about the equivocation, like everything's gotta be equal and all I know is that Pete Rose doesn't belong in the whole thing.
5: I mean, because you know we're we're paying players now. Does mm-hmm. he deserve his husband?
3: What was, is, Reg, what was the situation with What was the situation with with Reggie Bush again? He, he took money. money. He yeah, but money how? I mean, from he basically Louis
5: got an NIL, nil deal was, from a from a Rose
3: was a head coach betting on his own teams, and he lied throughout the whole that. process too. He lied, but he, he, but the whole he never
5: process, bet on them to lose.
3: <clears throat> okay so that makes that know. doesn't make it better yeah
5: like
4: I, I hear people say oh well he always bet on his team to win well maybe he kept a pitcher in too long and, and ruined a guy's career because he needed to win that game because yeah. he put a lot of money down on it you don't mean like
1: or maybe he purposefully held the his best pitchers for certain games and bet on them to win those games knowing that he had the upper hand like P- pitch
4: guys on short rest and stuff like yeah. that like i I, you know the 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 fact that he never bet on them to lose doesn't doesn't help that situation. Reggie Bush, you know, didn't hurt or help the outcome of the game. He just made money off his name, which is something we're
3: doing now, and it's yeah, something and we've that's, always. That's said. what
5: I'm discussing. Yeah I, I, yeah, I think I think he deserved it. Like deserves yeah, that, not every
3: head. situation. Not every situation is the same. Uh, like I said, I really don't remember the Reggie Bush situation. It's been a long time, and I don't think I really cared about it too much <laughs> at the time, to be honest with you. Um he won but, the Heisman in the greatest landside victory ever. Right. Sorry. No, I remember how yeah, he I remember sure, how he, great he was. Yeah. He for sure just
4: like taking right. money didn't help him or hurt him on the field. Right. So when I, you like, say he
3: was taking money for his name, what was he what was he so his name even, so it,
5: Yeah, so b name, engine, image, and likeness, right? You mm-hmm. kids are getting two, three, four million dollar deals right now. Mm-hmm. He took five hundred thousand dollars from a sports agent based on his name and likeness.
3: Yeah. That, that sounds completely different for me than betting on a game. And I've got no problem with him getting that. Sounds like BS. I'm not saying, you know, ev- ev- not everything is equal. Not everything is equal.
5: Oh, I you agree. Know, the I two think, totally different situations yeah. we you're talking about money aspects. Yeah. Aspect, so.
3: yeah. And, and I always, quite frankly, I think college players should get paid for not just a free education, which is great. But I think they should get, should get some money. Um, you know, they should get some money for playing in college. College makes billions of dollars a year off them. Now you've got, what, you've got games that are played, you know, like video games with their likenesses. Yeah, I think these players, a lot of these players uh, are poor, you know, and they're not going to – the vast majority are not going to be playing NFL football. The vast majority. And, and even it, if they're not poor or whatever, it's your likeness. You contribute to the, the growth of cared, the NCAA. Sorry.
1: And it's sorry, huge. Jeff.
3: I'm sorry. Go ahead, Justin.
1: No, I apologize. I thought you were done. That was my fault. Um, but if the I NFL actually – if they actually cared about um, – um, the punishment fits the crime, or fair and equal, or whatever. Then Deshaun Watson would have never had the opportunity to get that huge contract he had because he would have been banned a long time ago. Like uh, this, pun- or this crime. And and say what you will about whether or not he's he's guilty or innocent or whatever. The dude had that many different masseuses within that short period of time. And many of them all lived in that same area. You can't tell me that there weren't just two or three that couldn't take care of him and, and did a great job. He He's obviously a creep at some level. And say that's not illegal if you want, that's still not a good look for the NFL. And it's not something that we should be condoning to our kids.
4: It actually so, is illegal, isn't it?
1: Maybe it is. I it's think think illegal yeah, to have too many masseuses?
4: Well, having what everybody says i mean getting a happy hey, the fact,
5: just she's the one where the, the disgusting one where he stands up and ejaculates apparently on the girl and she stuck she literally quit being yeah. a masseuse after that that yeah. alone deserves the suspension just one
1: and, and if uh. you want to say that she was a liar and she's lying about the whole thing okay fine whatever not that many people not 27 mm-hmm. of them or 28 or whatever the number is now are lying about this situation. So something bad is going on, mm-hmm. and it is far worse than taking money as a college player. It is far right. worse than, um, than anything else that we have seen in the NFL. And this man mm-hmm. could potentially get, according to what I'm hearing about um, the, the way that the Players Association is set up now, he could potentially get a one-year suspension and use that as time served. From his year off in Houston, even though that was his choice, yeah, it, he could still say that he didn't play. Give that money back, use it as yeah. time served because of the way that the players' association is set up now, and still mm. play this season. And if that happens, I'm telling you right now, guys, like it's going to be very, very difficult for me to pull myself together and come back on and do this show
0: because that was a disgrace. Okay, well, that let's is let's,
5: absolutely let's put, let me let me let, let's go to something else. Back to the Julio conversation. Julio's been targeted thirteen hundred and sixty-eight <laughs> times in his career. How many times do you think he's been targeted in the red zone during those
0: well, eleven up, years? Like four?
5: <laughs> no, no, no. He, he. I mean, he, he's got one. He's got seven touchdowns in one season in, in, in the red zone.
1: So
4: twelve. Um, well, you said twelve percent. So thirteen hundred. So I'll say two hundred and fifty.
5: I was gonna say a hundred. It's a hundred and three.
4: That's lower than 10%, man.
5: Well, that was 12% in one year. Yeah. So, so less his on total average. targets in, and, and that's through 2019. So, because 2000, his targets in 2020 his, and 21 were touchdowns. 19
3: targets. So let's, let's just go. Probably getting his touchdowns from outside the red zone, like 30 yard passes. Yeah.
5: Yeah. So, well, he had the one monster. Yeah. He had seven, uh, he was five for, he had, Five touchdowns on nine receptions. So, or nine targets. So that was his best year. Um, he had seven touchdowns on twenty targets.
1: All right, man, you convinced me. I don't want Julio and Indy anymore.
0: Yeah,
3: I, I don't. I don't want that Matt Ryan. Well, it's not necessarily his fault. It's Matt Ryan's Maybe it's the play calling. they not put him here. Or maybe they're right. shading double coverage towards him. And right now, play
1: is all about the chemistry that he has with Pittman and Pierce. So uh, I'm, I mean, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm cool. Sh- I'm cool. I mean, he really had a he had a great career with with Ryan, you know.
1: But uh, hey, guys, um, I think this is going to have to about yeah. wrap it up for the. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um so uh uh we're at almost an hour and 50 minutes i know i'm done are you all done yep yeah. yeah.
3: yes
5: gotta be the longest round table
3: yeah, no, just, <laughs> like, yeah i had it's a great time has been a yeah it's just yeah. been a long day for me that's all um um so yeah so don't forget
1: check out our um our all of our shows we all have shows we all have a bunch of shows we got we've got a website toilet um all the shows are on there all the articles that the guys are writing um are all on there but all the shows can be found on all of these platforms so if you're just watching us right now on youtube go ahead and hit that like button hit that subscribe if you haven't already hit the notifications so that you get the notifications when all these guys shows pop up because it is several a week um and then uh if you if you don't normally listen on one of these other platforms go ahead and hop on there and support us if you want to continue to support us a little further patreon.com slash toilets titles we got to pay the bills to keep this up and going um, and uh, you know what I'm uh, I'm gonna be generous we get a five-star review on Apple podcast um, at any point this week whatever five star reviews that we get on Apple podcast I'm gonna throw them in a hat and we're going to uh, we're going to draw out. You guys are going to get a special prize of some kind. And since I just thought of this, I don't know what it's going to be yet, but it's going to be something Toilets of to Titles related or something Frankenstein related. I'll throw um, him a shirt. Um, uh, well, yeah, okay, cool. We'll throw in a shirt. Um, that's uh, uh, courtesy of Rich there. So we'll, we'll put together a little package for you of stuff. I know Nino has a bunch of stuff that's got some uh, Toilets of to Titles stuff on it. We'll, we'll, we'll throw a package together for you. So all the five-star reviews – on uh, on Apple Podcasts and and make sure you leave a little comment about why you why you like us so much even if you're just lying to get the merch I'm okay with that and uh, uh, yeah um, and uh, and I'm gonna draw out one winner on um, the next show I'm on after after the end of next week so uh, you know what I ah, no I'm working next Sunday I can't do the roundtable next Sunday um, but between now and next Sunday all those five star reviews we'll draw one out winner gets it so um, we'll put that oh, on nice. as well try to get that out there but. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great night, and uh, and we'll see you soon. Take care, all.